Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, this podcaster named Sean Allen. ASAP, another Sean Allen podcast. ASAP, another uh, Sean Allen podcast. Podcaster Sean Allen, who's. Hey, Spice. I've been going hard. I've been going hard. I've been working, yeah. Peace. What you're listening to right now is my new single featuring Pretty Blanco, Isaiah 41. Make sure you load that up everywhere on all DSPs. Hey, screaming, bloody murder for bodies laid on the floor. We hurt. You're new here. Thank you for tapping in with ASAP. I'm Sean Allen, and this is Steven Spicer. Again, if you are new here, make sure you follow wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate, write a review, all that good shit. Help me out. Yes, sir. What's it, what do you? What's the response to this though? The public response to <clears throat> well, naturally, if I'm being like, if I'm being honest, because uh, you know I'm I'm pretty humble, bro. You know what I'm saying? But if it, if it like it really reminded me that I really can rap. You know what I'm saying that's dope, man. Yeah, that's dope. Like I really, really, especially like. Cause I know you a critical nigga You know what I'm saying Yeah But just what you told me And then like just listening to the homies Who are critical as well Right It's like nah bro You can really rap Like Oh yeah you really Nah rap. you I'm in the car In London So we on the wrong side of the road And <laughs> How they driving shit And it, it was Again I do put my shit in my playlist Yeah Cause I wanted to sneak up on you Right And my homie was like well, He was like what is this man This is pretty dope He was like is this new Right. And I was like, "That's what I. That's that's what you. That's what you. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, no, nah, that's brand new, but it got that hip hop feeling. Niggas is so not used to real rap anymore. It's they don't even know what they're listening to. It's just really, really sad. It's really fucked up. Really but fucked up. you know, you're doing your thing with uh, Isaiah Forty One. Shout out to Pretty Blanco. And again, you guys listening to this, tap those links in the description so yes, you guys sir. can add this to your playlist, your library, whatever. That's the homie Steven right there." Partner in crime But yeah man So obviously You know we gotta get into you Basically a birthday trip right? Yeah man My fucking shit um, London Probably like my fourth year I spent in London on in my London? birthday Yeah um, It's incredible man I kinda like Every time I go there I have like a moment Where I probably I, I try to go at least twice a year In the summer And on my birthday But 
I try to go at least twice a year. Do you put, do you have like a preferable uh, season to go or no? I, no, I Not don't. Really? I, okay. I, I I really don't. I so I, I like to go on my birthday because shout out to Cyan uh, Anderson. So you guys listen to this. You ever go to London? Black owned restaurant. My friends in London. She owns a restaurant called Octaves Kitchen. That's it dope. is in Hackney. Um, she her food is amazing. That's dope. Amazing. Like I can't even put it into words. When I go there and I eat her shit, it's like really, really bomb. Really Obviously, bomb. it's good. She got a restaurant, right? right? And it's like off the chain. But the food is just amazing. So, so uh, I had my birthday dinner at her restaurant, Octave's <laughs> Kitchen. She's fucking, the food is so fire yeah. that <laughs> reservations are available in March. So, you can't eat there oh, until March. That's crazy. That's how fire her food fire is. is. And they have Caribbean restaurants and African restaurants and shit yeah. all in London. But her shit is like, and it's not even like on no internet shit, uh-huh. even though she does have an internet presence. You know, she's a celebrity, whatever. Right, she does her thing out there. But it's it, the food is just, it's really just good. good. It's exactly just good. good. Yeah. And like people are, so like one of my homeboys, shout out to Alex. Alex is uh Ghanaian. He's from Ghana. He's from Ghana. He lives in uh, London. He was like, so I hit him up. They don't know each other, but they do now, obviously. He was like, uh, where you have your, your birthday dinner at? I said, I'm having an Octave's Kitchen. He was like, Octave's Kitchen. I'm like, yeah, what's the big deal about that? He said, dude, I've been trying to get in there since they've been open. I was like, oh, really? He was like, this is the first person the that first told me person that, that they told you that. have like that fucking demand. I'm like, oh, yeah. I said, well, I could go there anytime. Right. He was like, how? I said, the fucking owner is my friend. Sign. He was like, really? And he freaked out. I'm like, oh, it's that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I knew the shit was a big deal because. It is. It, I just knew it was a big deal, but I didn't know it was like fucking like Soho House type right, shit. Like right, right, you know right. what I mean, members only and shit. But anyway, shout out to uh, Cyan. Uh, she, I mean, dope. So anyway, I had the birthday dinner. People, all my friends and not all my friends, but uh, you know my my good friends in London. Um, some of them know each other. Some of them don't know each other. They came together and we fucking had a, had a uh, fucking. We shut down a restaurant. That's what's up. A bunch of food, man. Incredible. I, I can't even explain it. It just felt, and I think the more special, the what made it even more special is that Cyan been talking about opening in a restaurant uh, and to see her finally do it. In real time. And, yeah, and like the first time she cooked was for me was on my birthday a few years ago. That's crazy. And then to see it actually happen. Yeah. And like, and it's not like no, like, like half ass shit. It's right. like a nice ass. The, the, the decor is sexy as fuck. Like That's the dope. whole, it looks expensive. I'm pretty sure the shit is expensive. The shit is <laughs> sexy as fuck. So like, up, she didn't just like open a fucking storefront yeah. and say, I got a kitchen and a restaurant. No, the shit is sexy as hell. Yeah. The food is bomb, man. The food is just, I'm just so proud of her. Um, and I'm so proud that, you know, I, have, like have a home. Like every yeah, time yeah. I go there, it just remind. Every time I go to London, it reminds me why, you know, I love it so much out there. Yeah, I was gonna say, ironically, not even on the bush. I was like, man, you, the way you, uh, kind of talk about London, it feels like it's like yeah. your second home, damn near. So, you know what I'm saying? I, every, like every time I go out there, I have like these moments. They're very communal. Yeah, out there, like the people I know, they're very into like 
um, family, like yeah, they're yeah. friends, but they right. they're just communal. They look out for each other differently than I, I would say Americans do. Yeah. And I was like, why is that? I don't want to make it a black thing or a Caribbean thing or an African thing. Um, it's like an immigrant thing, like a migrant mm. thing. Because most migrants, people who are from other places, are very insulated and very, like, they take care of each other differently. They have to. Yeah. yeah. They have and um, to. so when I go there, it's like people are, like, really looking out. And um, and not so, for me because I'm special. Right. Like, I see them do it for each other. Right. You know what I mean? Because that's what they are. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? Because they, people, their background is different from my background yeah, or right. our background here in America. Your background is probably similar. I mean... For sure, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. So, like, I enjoy that, man. I enjoy that because I'm a very social person right. and uh, I'm extrovert and introvert but, like, out there kind of supports all that. I like the fucking... I say it in Brixton, man. Brixton is... So, like, I'm pre- I know London. I know my way around London but the fucking... Brixton, but that was my first time saying in Brixton. That shit is hood as fuck. Is it um like because I only you heard get off the, the train yeah. and niggas is like selling weed or whatever they selling whatever they doing right there right wing. I'm like, oh shit, this is and my this friend is, go try to say this is the Crenshaw of of London. I'm like, okay, right. <laughs> There's a lot that implies with Crenshaw. Bro. Yeah, and I'm you just like. Okay, I hear you. <laughs> you know what I mean, but you know, I, I get. It. But it was like it, it, it was. Brixton is dope, man. Um, I think it's one of the. Uh, you heard of Peckham? I, I know all about Peckham. Okay, shout out to Prince of Peckham. What you know about Peckham? Uh, just because of dancing. Just because of dancing. Just because of dancing. Oh, Andrews. he's Nigerian. He's yeah. Nigerian. Too. He's Nigerian. That's where he's from. They got a Peckham. spot called Prince of Peckham. It's a it's a bar there, or a pub. Yeah, I don't really say bars. I think they say pub. And I went there like three times when I was there. Prince of Peckham. It's Prince on, of Peckham. It's like the only or the oldest black owned pub. So when I'm there too, I'm trying to I try to be intentional about that, yeah. the black owned shit too. You That's know what I mean? Yeah. Um dope, man. Peckham is South London as well. It's not too far from Brixton. Brixton. They got fucking trains there though. So you gotta like Uber or like Ride the ride the like the Spice Girls bus. Remember that bus? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the trains don't go out there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I know about Pekka, man. Uh, it's so funny too, because niggas be like, Brixton are, you know, it's rough, it's rough. And the people from out there are Peckham kind of watch out. And I just, right. like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause it just like, it's just different. Right. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. But, uh, they, they got an eye that I don't got because right. I'm not from there, not but from I got there. an eye from, that they don't got. Because, and everybody, I'm about to get hung for this, but they out there trying to emulate what we do. So right. my eyes a little, we been on this shit, y'all, y'all, y'all just got on this shit. We right. been on that shit. You know what I mean? That that street shit, ain't nothing to celebrate or anything like that. But right. uh, it's just different, man. I just love it. So when you get the chance to go out there, man. Um, I, I really, I really want to talk to you about it because you've, you know what I'm saying? You're like one of the, well, not even one of them, but you, you were, we were well-traveled black man. Yeah, like man. Specifically to Europe. And I'm always interested on how we fare out there. You know what I'm saying? Because I keep hearing mixed shit. I keep so, hearing. So I think, I think because you have your, Hondur- your Honduran, right. you're black, but you're Honduran, I, I learn a lot about like the migrant 
immigrant like uh, black space. thing. Space. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um that's an experience I don't have, but you have that experience. And um I, I think it's just it's you 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 connect probably more than I connect. Mm. And I connect to the max, but I think that it would hit a little bit different from you because you probably see yourself more in those people there than you do here. Right. Because of the, the immigrant kind of yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that's a good um, point. But they 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 be talking shit about Americans, like man, we be catching heat. Naturally. And I'm like, yeah, I do, do you feel like so when, when you hear that like the 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 hearts, you know, just the critique in general? Do you feel like some of that shit is warranted, or you be like, man, oh, it on. can all be true yeah. when they be talking shit about Americans and African Americans or Black Americans. Uh-huh. It could be all valid, but it becomes invalidated because they try to emulate what we do. What we do. You know what I mean? So it's kind of um, like, yeah. yeah, so it's like, okay, you're talking shit about us, but like. Right, try, right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, same thing with that Tyler thing mm. that uh, what's going on now. I, I love Tyler. Shout out to Tyler from South Africa. She, that colored thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like. I'm arguing with people about this now. I know all about the colored shit in South Africa South and Africa. the, the uh, ethnic groups and backgrounds and shit like that. But if you're trying to come to America, that is not going to work. As far as using that word, you can't say that out here. Identify. That's like saying that's like saying that's derogatory. That's extremely derogatory. You that's, know, yeah. so so and that's it, like one step away from yeah. You cannot hard n word. Yeah, ex- yeah. It, anti-Semitic. Whatever you guys want to say about it. We don't say colored out here. We white people don't even say that. Right. You know what I mean? Unless they from the south and you so, know what time they are. And my homies out there in South Africa and and, and Europe and shit, they're like, Oh, she she's colored because that's her background. I'm like, Yeah, okay. Be colored and be proud of whatever your fucking ethnicity is. But you're trying to tap into the American market. American market. You know what I mean? So you're going to have to find some language identity surrounding that. But that shit is not going to fly out I here. I mean, look what they did to uh, Lotto and her name. Remember? Oh, yeah, exactly. Prime example. Mulatto yeah. killed her for it. Her yeah, you can't say that Lotto. shit. Yeah, you can't say that shit. Especially if you try to... And Lotto was from here. so right. And she still had to... She still got heat. You can't... You can't can't do that shit so i'm telling my homies in south africa um and people online and shit are arguing about it and shit i'm like i love the color thing whatever if if we go to south africa we probably would be colored right right as, um, far, as, as far as like classification how they how yeah they would they they because i'm not south african so if my south african people are listening to this do not hang me right but because we don't have um what you say? We don't have Zulu features uh, as black people. Right. We don't have th- that phenotype that gotcha. the native black people there have. Right. We possibly will be con- considered um, colored. Colored. You know what I mean? Before they assume that we're... Because they kind of have a look. The black people there kind of have a look, and we don't have that look. Right. I'm, again, I'm not South African, so I'm just speaking out of turn right now to make a point. But um, I've been told a million times from my friends from South Africa that if I went to South Africa, I would they would definitely consider me colored. And colored basically is just mixed. Interesting. You know what I mean? It's not even a, it's not even like a real thing. It's just like mixed. mixed. That's all it is. It could be it could be white and black, 
are they don't say black. It could be white in Zulu. It could be Indian in Zulu. It could be all the three in Zulu. Zulu kind of being black, one of the biggest black ethnic groups out there. Zulu, yeah. so, and they call those people that are mixed colored. You know what I mean? So when Tyler was saying, saying she colored, I'm like, okay, cool. Like I know that, but like she'll be better off saying I'm a mixed black girl, or that I'm I'm black of this or ethnic background, or she can even say, you know, I'm Zulu and in Indian. Cause that's I think that's what she is. That's what she is, like specifically Zulu and Indian, right? right? She could, she could, she would be better off saying she's Zulu and Indian versus saying she's fucking colored. Like you can't, you can't say that here. to the American audience. That's just not. Nah, it's not gonna work. Not gonna it's work. not gonna work for black people in America, and it's not gonna. The white people are not even gonna like adopt that. So I was telling them online. I'm like, and my South African friends. I'm like, you guys are going. She's going to have to find. New, some language found in her yeah. identity. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, you know, because... And then, here's the thing. If she wasn't trying to tap into that American marketplace... She probably wouldn't even have a problem. Who gives a fuck then, right? right? But since you're trying to sign a Sylvia Rohn and Epic Records and want to come on a Jennifer Hudson show and the Power 106 and all that type of stuff, you got to fucking learn the law of the land. And if you don't, if you, if you guys have a problem with... Fucking African Americans, stop fucking trying to pander to our fucking market. Right. That's just what it is. It's simple. It's not. It's you not know what hard. I mean? Simple. Um, if you want to hear this full segment unedited and uncensored, go to patreon.com forward slash Harry Sapp or just follow the link in the description. You will also find uncensored, exclusive, extended, and have access to episodes and clips before everybody else, all ad free. It's bad language. You can't say color. You yeah, just can't. I, it's just when I was seeing like some of the, the, um, like some of the like discourse around yeah, it in the, the world. Forth around, I'm like, okay. Then it was like some points that were being made that I was like, okay, I understand. But the whole point as to why we're here is because Tyler is positioning herself to the African American audience. Yes. So I'm like, okay, well, well, that's what y'all need to understand on the continent, then. Yeah. It's not necessarily about how y'all classify yourselves. It's the combination of you or her marketing to the African American experience or to right. the African American culture that's causing discourse with your name, right? You know what I'm saying? Or, or with your or how you classify yourself as a as a human being. Like, okay, right. that's that's where the problem is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Definitely, man. It's like again. You want a piece of this American pie, you have to play you know, ball. Be respectful. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Be respectful. And if you if you can't follow the rule I'm about to get they about to get in my ass about this. If you can't follow the rules, then don't come over here to play. Or just don't be don't be surprised when you have a hard fucking time, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because again, like like we were saying, if Lotto, who is our own yeah. had to change her name because niggas was on her ass. Yeah, what makes you think you gonna f- like? You're not gonna fare any better, bro. You gotta play ball. Basically, man, you have to. Again, it's just like being equipped and educated on the language and on the audience you're trying to, you're tap, trying into. to tap into. That's you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and again, she signed. Tyler signed to a black woman, Sylvia Rohn. Shout out to Sylvia Rohn, responsible for uh. Propelling Missy Elliott's career. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, Sylvia Rome been in the game forever, 
but Epic Records, you know, so you signed to an African American woman to an American label. Right. You know, so it's like, okay, you got to play chess, you know what I mean? So <laughs> as, as 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 I was saying, I was like the proper way for her to identify, I can't tell anybody how to identify, but she def- like she got to say I'm black. I, yeah. I I'm a mixed black girl. Right. Or I'm Zulu and educate us. Be ready right. to educate for us. For sure. For you sure. Know what I mean? But you can't just say you're colored. That's not gonna that's not gonna work on American audience. Hell especially no. especially as she get big, they go put her with the black girls. Anyway. Naturally. You know what I mean? And if that's the case then, if y'all got such a problem with her calling herself black, this is to my South African people. If you guys have a problem with calling if her with her putting black in her her, her, her racial identity, then when BT invite her to Black Girls Rock, she better not accept that fucking invitation. invitation. You know how she black, black, you know how BT have the fucking Black Girls Rock name, yeah, and they honor the Black Girls every right. year. She doesn't. She, she can't. Wouldn't, she wouldn't classify there. If but that's the case. exactly. But she ain't gonna turn that down. She'll be that Black Girl for sure. You see what sure I'm saying? So it's yeah. like you can't have it both ways. Yeah, you gotta fucking. Is, is that I'm gonna ask you because because uh, you're a little bit more closer than I am. So is that like a thing? Like is is the terminology black a thing in South Africa or no? No, that's that's only that's like an American thing. Oh, okay. and a, like a European thing. A fucking person in Nigeria don't have to say they black. <laughs> it's not a thing. It's, yeah, it's just everybody black. Right. It's not verbiage. Yeah, they, everybody <laughs> black. They'll say like a Nigerian person say like I'm Evo or Yoruba. they they speak from their tribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah their, tribe their ethnic from. background. Right. Yeah, that's an that's really that's an American thing. That is a South American, North American, Central American thing, and a European thing. It's new to Europe because black people are kind of new to Europe. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. In the sense of the history and stuff history. like that. Yeah. But yeah, uh I don't even I don't think they ever say black in South Africa. Interesting. I think I think if I met okay, I got a friend out there in South Africa and she was she say she's Zulu. Like so she's talking about straight up. Five. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, great example too. I'm about to show you her picture too. I like that a lot actually. Um but she lives here. She what so she lives here now. Hold on. Let me pull her up so I can show you. Shout out to She's 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 fine. So she lives here in LA and she's a black girl. Absolutely. That's that's what she said. She that's, that's, yeah. she she's a black girl. She's not Zulu or colored or whatever they was doing in South Africa because she knows she's in America she's now in and she you know she if she want to be a model, a successful model or part of the American market, she knew but I think she was educated enough to know before she got here, she got here. that that's how, how things are move, here. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not telling her to deny her background or her ethnicity or anything like that. It's just, you know, okay, I'm in a place where they do things differently. And if I, you know, want a piece of the pie, I have to find the correct language for me to. We all black, too. When you, well, just, nigga, hold on, Sean. Lead with that first, dog. We you all know what black. I'm we all niggas. Here's the thing. When the police pull Tyler to, <laughs> Tyler, I know you listen to ASAP. When them cops pull you over, and it's a car full of white girls, and you the only girl in there that got some melanin on you. They ain't gonna That's be who like, they gonna fuck with. They'll be like, 
Get that black bitch out the front That's seat. A fact. You, they ain't gonna be like, oh, she's colored, so we're gonna not. Nah, no, they don't give a fuck no. about that. They don't give two. And this fucks. is the market you're trying to tap into. So see, leave with that, man. We have a much <laughs> more cool conversation. Leave with that, man. I'm Can trying I- to be. I'm trying to. I'm. I'm not trying to rock the boat too much <laughs> because I'm trying to have a few, a few of the South African homies on here. That'd be dope. That'd but, be dope. Uh, oh, bro, that'd be dope. Yeah, Damn. they got a remote in though. They ain't gonna be able to come in the studio. I'm, I should ask Lulu. I'm a, let me dope let me DM fuck, Lulu man. right now. Anyway, uh, then I can bring my nigga Shalom, bro. Where's from he Nigeria. from? From Nigeria. Oh, them niggas always want to fight. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, but you know another thing that been That's making a- airwaves besides this fucking Tyler shit. Tyler shit is this Diddy stuff, man. Yeah, it's nasty work over there, big dog. Do you believe it? Yeah, for sure. I believe every I believe every bit of it. I every believe. allegation somebody come out with yeah. that takes it that makes it to court because they said there's like three pending cases against him. I believe him. We've been hearing about him since the beginning of time. Well, that's so for me. I, I've I've like specifically with like the sexual shit. I've I've been recently seeing all type of clips. And like you know, what I'm saying obviously this nigga Fifty is like been going. He's on it. He's on. He's on. Stupid hard. Like with just like recent clips that I've been seeing. I'm like, damn, I I didn't know. Like nigga got down kind of sick like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Diddy, man. We've I've, since Diddy been a thing. I we've always heard those rumors about him. You know. Um, well, let me ask you a question, because because this also like this under like this underneath shit that's happening with him. That I'm kind of like confused about, and I, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Like but what? Just like, like not him being an abusive piece of shit, right? But just his sexuality is something that I'm just like, okay, what, what's, what's that about? I so, don't understand that. That's so interesting. Um, that people, how am I going to approach this part? I'm with you. I'm okay, with you. so. He's been accused of rape and like, right abuse. Right. So, so, um, so that's what I'm saying. Like, so aside from, so, you know so, what I'm saying. So his sexuality should be like the smallest part of it because his sexuality is whatever his sexuality is. Him being a sexual deviant should be more of the conversation, not the fact that he, he sleeps with men and women. Yeah. Um, the you know the fact that he rapes and he's an abuser and he. Help people against their will and should drug lead the conversation up. always should lead the conversation, and I feel like a thing that I don't want to say all black people, but it, um, people in the comments, this girl literally did like a thirty. It was like a thirty-seven page court doc, shit, detailing her experience with Diddy. You know, I think she was with him for. 12. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. 
Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 12 years, Cassie. And she talking about he whooped her ass. He like, blacked her eye, just horrible, oh, horrific shit. things. And the comments is talking about him being gay. And I'm just like... Who gives a fuck, bro? Yeah, I'm like, this girl... I'm like, this is what you guys... This is a long... So uh, we ain't got time for that. That part of it. But I was like, I wonder why black people are like... Latching on to that latching part. Latching on to that part. Um yeah, we we ain't got time for that. That's so it's like, because it's kind of feel like um, him. You know what? I thought about it. Maybe the idea of black masculinity is is what's popping into niggas' heads. Um, I think, think the most, I think it's a lot of those things, right? I was yeah. like, okay, like people really don't respect women. You know what I mean? People, niggas don't like women. Niggas don't like um, Ooh, People God, don't respect man. women. God and damn. then people don't. Um, and niggas, and here, hold on real, real quick. Because I know niggas are going to think that we are pandering when we say uh, that. And let's, let, yeah, let's, yeah. Just, let's just set the fucking record straight. Because here's the thing. Uh, yeah. Before you even get into that. Yeah. It's like him like, doing all those things that Cassie said he, she, he done to her. Obviously, he done it because he settled with her. They said they, they quietly, said it, fast. Yeah, they said he settled for a hundred million. She asked for thirty million. He gave her a hundred million. That's what the streets are saying. A hundred million. But anyway, uh, it's like the most. It, it's like the the most immoral thing wasn't him beating her or raping her or drugging her up for thirteen years. It the most the, immoral thing was him being the, a sexual fucking deviant. Yeah, I'm just like I'm like. So him beating her ass and all and abusing her for all these years, it's not that bad. It's not that but him bad. being gay and sleeping with men is it's ten bad. times worse. Yeah, I was like, nah, y'all, y'all like, we got shit fucked up. But so, so, because I want to also be fair, well, not even be fair, but just highlight, obviously, where that might not even might where it comes from. Like I feel like we all understand, right, that the way black men specifically been portrayed in media. Has always been tricky. Has always right, been something right. that's like, because almost, almost too, a lot of niggas don't like to say this shit, right? Right. But a lot of black men in general just feel like we can't fucking defend ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
like as it, as it pertains to when niggas make certain allegations, it's almost like all you have to do is throw smut on a nigga name, and that's the end of that nigga. As far as perception wise, how he looks, because we know that th- there's a sensitive thing to touch on as it pertains to black men and how they move in our scene in the world. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's true. If we weren't talking about Diddy, right, right. So, 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 I was saying that as like just an aside. Like, I get it, right? But at the same time, what you're saying is facts. No, niggas don't like women. Oh yeah, let's definitely. just let's just come on, like, <clears throat> like just let's just talk about how we are raised, right? Okay, so I see where you're going. You know what I'm saying? So like, I feel like I feel like what happens a lot in the black community, we've seen it with R. Kelly, we've seen it with Tory Lanez, we've, seen, we've seen it with Diddy, um, I, even Russell, I, even, even Michael Jackson. Like you could say, and yeah, fuck it, throw a in the So back. when throw a black man makes it to, the, achieves this level of success, we become very, very protective. protective. That's yeah. A um, very, very protective. And that is because of the traumas and the history of being black in this country are probably globally. So I think that's why people have such a hard time. Knee jerk reaction. Like, so, oh, yeah. Man. Cause even like the fucking Tory Lanez thing too, like strange as strange. People don't even like his, listen to his music, but people became fans after he shot that girl. And that was just so weird. Wild to me. Weird. I'm like, I don't even like them, but I think we, there's a thing we just like, like you said, a knee jerk reaction where we just collectively just protect the men, black men of power of who power. have made it out, so to speak, so to speak, who who have made it. We we would protect them at all costs or turn a blind eye. Yeah, ooh, you know what I mean. Ooh. And that's what happened with R. Kelly. That's what happened ooh. with the with the with the preacher at Mount Moriah Baptist Church. That's what happened. Yeah. You know, with our uncles or whatever. You know, we yeah. we we would turn a blind eye. We even Holy taught that. Shit. You know what I mean? We're taught that growing up. You know, for the sake of the idea. Of yeah. Protection. How many times? Well, see, you a different black than I am, but my mom used to say stuff like, "Don't tell people what's going on in this house." You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, look, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I just think there's a through line. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I mean, I, I've not to even throw nobody out there, but I've, I unfortunately was had to deal with some. Like allegations, not allegations, but you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. I kind of had to deal with some molestations, and it's kind of like right, right. No, nobody necessarily thought to like, hey, are you okay? Right. You know what I'm saying, or how are you? Like, fuck him, type shit. I appreciate that vulnerability, yeah. and that's sensitive. So we're not even about to play with that off with top. you. Yeah, off top. So when you're ready, we we could dive into that. It's that weird thing that happens, right? How many? T- Instances yeah. where the homie came up, or even yourself, Ooh, be like, "Oh, ahead. I'm, you know, I lost my virginity when I was 12, 13 years old to this twenty year old woman." Come on, that's so common, man. So okay, so can we, can we just stay here for a little bit? So listen, so because I feel like in general it all ties back into itself at, this, right. at the end of the day, right? So because remember you you put me on to that little nigga TJ. Yeah. Or JT, I think little, little JT, right? Uh, and we're—I feel yeah. like we're literally seeing what you're saying in real time. It's just that again, we're so desensitized to the shit, yeah, that it just look regular, right? It just look regular. But let's just let's just be honest, right? So we are so little black boys. Our 
Nobody protects us. Nobody. And if I say that shit out loud, I'm going to be viewed a certain way. Yeah. But it's a fact. So we end up not being protected. Right. Right. We end up having to warp and contort ourselves into fucking teenagers who have been touched and not protected. Right. And then we turn around and be those same exact niggas to the females that we deal with. Right. And then we get the finger pointed back at us yeah. as a fucking yeah. problem. And it's like, nigga, you fostered when you didn't protect me. Right. Right. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not, what I'm not doing is saying that it's okay. What I am saying is that it wasn't okay when I was little. Right. And you didn't find it enough in yourself to protect me. So then when this little nigga turns into a fucking monster, you, you're not blaming yourself. Because right. it's too hard to blame yourself, right. bro. Hey, Sean, it's too hard to blame yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? As like the, 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 the catalyst for who turns out to be fucked up. Not saying that it's women, but I'm saying the adults around who don't protect these children. And when we hear about cases like the, the uncle touching the, the nephew. Okay, so I think what happens there, because we hear the story a lot yeah. about the uncle touching the nephew and the niece. Or I'm going to say that we'll focus on the nephew. Um, the parent. And the family of that little boy who was touched by that uncle, the fear is not about the 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 damage or the trauma that the child experienced. The fear is more about that child growing up in the world and being attracted to same sex. The same sex. And then because the family is going to see, okay, oh, so shit. if my if my little son grew up and is a is a faggot, they're going to look at me as a as a horrible parent mm. because. I think it's more about like the public perception. It's more about image. Correct. It's very, very image driven. Fuck. And that happens because of not it's not the fault of, of of black people. It's the fault of how black men have been emasculated mm. over the centuries. Over, yeah, over so, the years or whatever. So basically how we're social. So yeah. yeah, definitely. So I think that I think it has a lot to do with that. So with the Diddy thing, Cassie talking about he then raped her and whooped her ass and everybody in the comments on about he had niggas fuck her or he was fucking with niggas and shit like that. That was like the most dehumanizing thing that we all found and latched in that 30 set and latched on to. And um, fuck that he was whooping her ass and like was jugging her up for 13 years. No, the fact that there's a, a, a speculation that he may be deviant. into some same sex shit is is the way most damning detrimental thing. than anything else in his thirty seven page document. It's fucked that, up. That and so that all comes from full circle us being emasculated by the colonizers. Go ahead, go ahead. You know what I mean. Go so ahead. <clears throat> whole 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 like deep conversation, man. When it comes to that, and a lot of like the black men identity is rooted in you know perception. But listen to this, like the when we're going back to the slaves, so we ain't, we always have an outline and we end up talking about <laughs> shit that don't have anything to do with the outline. But you know, you know, if I was a, a slave master, I want the biggest person, mm-hmm. the biggest man, the biggest strongest man, the biggest strongest woman. You know what I mean? So to the perception it. of the black man was big, big, and, strong, and tall, strong, and dark. And, and, and t- dark, tall. So, and then you know. Baby factories, right? That's the slaves right. were just having kids, just left and very, right. very fertile, just having kids because it was they were products, right? right? So, like, 
in our communities, you know, growing up in the hood or whatever, we got homies that got Fuck. five different baby mamas and yeah. he's still getting coochie. Right. You know what I mean? But that defined that's where his that's where he found his most value. He found his most value mm. in his sexuality mm. and being, you know, it's the same shit. It's, it's just, same even like, unfortunately, and I do not want to turn this into this, but like we find a lot of value in our sexuality, men, black men and women. With the, I mean, we find value in sexuality. We find most of our value in sexuality. Sexuality. That, that's um, why. That could fuck. be. That could be our bodies, twerking, sexy red. Like that's a fact, bro. You know what I mean. So that's why. That's a find that all the time. Like when they're talking about like in particular black men, Diddy back to Diddy, all these allegations about him that we know are true, right? Because we've been like, hearing these since the beginning of the time. Right. But the people are talking about him being in same sex relations. This nigga was like killed people and fucking was fucking beating the girl ass. And there's video of him and you know. Pictures of him and a girl, or of Cassie with yeah. black eyes. I mean, R. Kelly. You know what I mean? Right. They yes. fucking. Soon as they found out that R. Kelly, that some guys came out with some allegations against R. Kelly, it was a shift in the way people consumed Talked his music. It. They were like, "Oh, I ain't listening to that nigga no more." So you guys drew the line when you guys found out he that he was fucking with little boys too. Right. But when he was fucking with black girls, there's just like so much it went in and out your head. Like, yeah, it just it, there's just so much attachment. To that sexual identity that we just have and we weaponize and but here's here's where it gets fucking tricky with R. Kelly what because it goes back down to what you said earlier at see how crazy it is because he was supposedly molested touched on yeah. when he was a fucking kid bro well I'm, so that's another thing I'm glad we're talking about this too more people have been molested or. Endure sexual abuse than we talk about, and a lot of people that have experienced sexual abuse don't even know that they experienced sexual. Abuse. I mean, just just to been, yeah, just just to be honest, right? Just to kind of not shift the narrative, but because it's still in the same house, you know right. what I'm saying? Like when I when I was 21 or 20, I, I worked at a, a convalescent home, okay. and it's so it's so crazy how how this shit like kind of like turns or whatever, but. My, worked at, you worked at Country Villas. It was it was Sentinella. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, okay, it was like it was called I think Sentinella, Florence Sentinella, some shit like that. All right. But my soup, my so I think my I was a CNA, and my LVN, which was like my supervisor, was an African lady, right? Um, I think she touched me inappropriately, bro. Like one, she like would make like sexual gestures. So I remember right. one time she had looked at me. She was just like. Like that, and I was like confused. You know what I'm saying? Because this is my first real interaction with like a grown ass woman, <laughs> right? Like sexually, like that. Like she, right. nigga, she had to be like 35 or some shit wow. like that. So I was confused. I'm like, nigga, she hitting on me, but you know, this the this the the the, the paradigm of her being my superior, right? So it was like a lot of fear involved of me right. just having to feel like I gotta go along with the shit, even though I feel like this is wrong. You know what I'm saying? We had got in the room one night, checking on a patient. And she was like, lift up your shirt. And I was like, okay. I lifted up and she was just like touching my abs. Wow. And she was like, yeah, yeah, I need that. And I was just like looking like. Where was the patient? 
right there, bro. Sleep. Dead or sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, I was just like, like, I didn't know what to do with this. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And Were you we, uncomfortable? Yes, bro. Like, oh, she was, yeah, don't get me wrong, she was attractive. But but this is where it gets this, this is what I'm saying. This is where it gets so fucked oh, up. Oh nigga, you gay. You exactly. Gay, you gay. That's immediately what I thought about. <laughs> but the whole time I'm I can't like, tell the homies this. The whole I'm thinking about that, and the whole time I'm like, why the fuck do I feel this way? Because I had so many feelings. Right. I was like, why is she fucking touching me, bro? That's that that that, that is that's kind of it's kind of creepy. You know too. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, okay, you are attractive, but I don't, who's to say that I want you fucking touching me just because you're a woman, nigga? Right. That's, that's in my head, that's why I was like, fuck. Then we went into the other room just to just to kind of play out how fucking crazy it was for me, you know what I'm saying? Because right. that shit, like, fucked me up. Like, that, that experience fucked me up. We went into the other room, changing, about to change a patient, and, like, that, that experience just happened, so I just didn't fucking trust her being around right. solo. She had told me to do something, and I was just like, no. And she, like, looked at me. She's like, come here. And she, like, slapped me. And I was just like, you know what I'm saying? And I could Wait, tell how many years ago was it? I know you were Years 20. ago. I'm 32. Oh, I, this was years ago. Because oh, I'm like, you know we saying? could go draft up a lawsuit. Yeah, bro. So I was just like, I could tell, like, she's going to make my life a living hell working here. You know what I'm saying? But thankfully, next thing you know, she had got, like, let go for some other shit. Wow. You know what I'm saying? But that was my my experience. She was African? She was African. She was Nigerian? I'm not going to even cap. I feel like she was. Wow. I feel like she was. But, you know, not that I, I feel like that has anything to do with anything, but. It has a lot to do with it. I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. But, it, but in general, like, when I, I don't even think about that shit. Right. Not because I don't want to, but I, I don't know what to do with that memory. Wow. You feel what I'm saying? Like, what, what do I do with Is that? Is this the first time we talked about that? No, okay. but but it but it but I don't talk about it either. At the same time, like, I, I like made it mention it here and there, but like I don't I don't really recall. Did you, did you tell your mom? No, fuck no. She she would she would lose her shit. Oh wow, she that is kind of weird. But uh, wow, yeah, bro. So well, it, it, again, it goes back down to what we're talking about, but specifically what you're saying, just how niggas is like. Socialized with this idea, right? That we can't be sufferers or victims of SA, not, a, not at like all, not man. even a little bit, not at all. You know what I'm saying? And it's like when you have that in mind, I, it's it's interesting seeing how men, just male uh, culture, not like how you na- have to navigate this right. world being on the male side, and you have to deal with. Issues like that when only one gender or one sex group gets to hold on to the idea of being assaulted sexually. Right. And being quote unquote victimized sexually. It's just interesting to me how everything else kind of dominoes effects from that idea. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. It's kind of interesting because um, I think we are now entering uh, uh a society or an environment, I'm going to say, not society. But um, I was having a conversation with one of my, my homeboys recently, and he was talking about how, when he, back to the virginity thing, he, was yeah. like, he lost his virginity 
when he was 13 years old to like a 19 year old woman <sighs> watching who was like the nanny. Shit. He said they was fucking for like two years. Shit. His parents knew. His parents, he ended up telling his parents when, like, so the, she's out the house now. She's, you know, he's old enough to watch his brothers and sisters. And he had to talk with his parents. And he told his parents, like, I lost my virginity to, to the fucking nanny. To the fucking nanny. And they didn't do anything. They were like, <sighs> dad gave him a high five and everything. And he said that he, he didn't realize how. That it was bad until he was old enough to got his own kids and wife and needed a nanny himself. He, he said he needed he needed to hire some help. And the first thing he thought about was his son and this woman. Because it happened to him. He's, and I was like, that's crazy that his, his parents didn't even protect him, dog. Protect him at all. But here's the thing. Like, he went to school and... He was getting high-fived and dapped by everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, okay, so here's the other thing. Was it, was it, is it bad now, but it was acceptable then? Right? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I think, again, I I think it all comes back down to socialization. It all comes back, because, like, again, like I told you, I, I didn't know what to do with what happened because I had that conundrum in my head. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt extremely uncomfortable. Imagine me telling somebody, bro, that I felt uncomfortable being touched on by a grown-ass, sexy-ass woman. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine that. Yeah. No. Oh, like, nigga. They would have ran you out they of They would have ran niggas like a track meet, bro. Shit would have been sad. Do you think that you're able to talk about this now because you have a, a, a son, your own family? I, I think in general, I, I again, it, com- it comes back down to I think I forgot about it for a long time. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it, for some reason, it just popped up in my head. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Why did I forget about that? How did I forget about that? Probably because I felt so, I think the brain does this too. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think I just felt so helpless. I, I had to, it had to leave my psyche. Right. In order for me to just survive, I guess. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it just popped up. And I'm just like, fuck, that happened. And I, but I think, again, I think a lot of men go through that shit when they hit adulthood. I'm like, damn, that happened. And they just mosey up on the day. Because, again, who gives a fuck about you at the end of the day as a man? Is this a black thing, though, a black man thing, or is it you think it's across the board? I, I feel like I want to be fair. I feel like it is across the board, but I do think it gets a little bit more sick yeah. when you start to go down the color palette. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I think it gets a lot more sinister. So, I, okay. So, you know? the solution, a micro solution, right? Because the right. solution starts with the whole community and society. But the micro solution, how are you ensuring that this doesn't happen to your son? Uh, he's not sleeping over nowhere. That's so crazy. Everybody say that, though. Yeah. You just spend a night over your friend's house when he's young? The homie's house? No. But you know, cousins, it was up. I, you know what I'm saying? My sister don't let nobody spend a day. My sister don't let my niece sleep nowhere. Yeah. But anyway, so you, so that's it is what it is. It is what it is. Nobody sleeping over my crib because niggas ain't about to have no allegations on me. Nobody, yeah. my son ain't about to sleep over nobody else's crib. Nigga, let's keep it like that. It is what it is. How old is your son? He's six. Do you have conversations with him about like bad touch, good since touch? He was, since he was little. Oh wow. Since he was little. Okay. Okay. So I mean, that's dope. That's positive. That's very progressive. 
Yeah. You know, so, yeah, man, I I, I like that we are entering the space as black men and Protection. just as black people to where we could talk about these things. These things and not have be, it be so fucking taboo, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, we got to ensure that this doesn't happen to the, the young people that come after I don't know what these new parents, so I don't think, I'm not going to put you in the batch of these new parents, <laughs> but these new parents, man. <sighs> I feel you, bro. I, I think, you know, glasses, I don't know if you peep my story, you probably didn't, but glasses I said something to the effect of, like, we're so in a fake, inclusive space that, like, nigga, the devil can come up to you right now, offer you $1,000, and niggas will take it, and and be like nigga, I don't know what God talking about. The devil cool. <laughs> and I was just like, glasses Malone said that. Glasses, young glasses Malone. He and when he said it, I was like, nigga, it feels so profound and yet so simple. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, that's true. That's wow. true. We're so in the space of inclusivity that nigga, we like they like the the, the the like lines. Of what's moral and what's not moral, all right, are just blurred, dog. Are just blurred. Wow, that's so true. That's like niggas just bought. You can buy niggas, bro. And I mean that in more ways. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. you can. It, it don't. That's, that's why. I, that's why I, you know. In general, you know why I fuck with you. But in general, like, well, there's just niggas don't draw lines in the sand. Like I get. Like when we was coming up, I get how problematic it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Of like. Just because you know, just where I was, at, where I was at. If niggas seen you with certain niggas, that that's like not the death sentence, but you you gonna have a hard time. When niggas right, see you right, outside, right. niggas will be like, "Oh, you you with them neighborhood niggas, or you right. with them hoover niggas." So I don't fuck with you. Right. And that could be problematic because them niggas could be literally be just family, right. or just niggas that you grew up with, which is my case. You know what I'm saying? Right, just grew right, up right. with niggas. But like, not having lines drawn can be just as problematic. So here's the thing too, back on the Diddy thing, niggas is still lined up to work with him. Still lined up to work with that nigga. With all those allegations and all the smut. Niggas is still lined up to work with them. And that goes into what you were saying with Glass Glasses Malone. Yeah. With you know, posted everybody could be bought. Everybody could be bought. You know what I mean? Niggas will sell their soul. Absolutely. But and and the thing about it, Sean, they'll look at you stupid. If you right. be like, damn, nigga, you gonna do that? They gonna be like, yeah, nigga, what you mean? You not gonna do that? Oh, you a sucker. You missing out. Follow me, other Sean Allen everywhere. That is the other Sean Allen, O T H E R, Sean Allen. And also follow me at Steven Spicer Zero. And if you haven't, make sure you follow wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, write, review. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.